The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Ladies and gentlemen, Jurassic Park is back in IMAX and 3D and to pay homage to the return of John Hammond's dream, we are broadcasting this special Max Fun Drive episode of My Brother, My Brother, Me in in uh, in IMAX and yeah. 3D and uh, shit. What's a box? Drop. 4D. No, what's a box? Tesseract. Tesseract sound and yeah, tra- what's that? The sound oh. folds the space between mm-hmm. your ears. D box. We got D box mm-hmm. in it, and um, also um, lasers T-box. are in it. So, La- so <laughs> it's much like the Jurassic Park re- relaunch. Uh, it's the same fucking movie. So yeah, I guess yeah, thirteen dollars for a ticket for a movie I already saw. Okay. That yeah, that's cool. About... Did you change anything? Did you to change be fair, anything? It'll also be a lot more laughable now whenever they talk about hacking and her computer skills and the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Units? Um, What's that? No one knows. Reading the fucking reviews of this 40 year old movie <laughs> that has been re released. This is uh, here's an excerpt from Richard Corliss, Time Magazine's uh, uh, movie critic. The 3D process adds not just dimension, but depth. A technological extension of cinematographer Greg Tolan's deep focus innovations in the Grapes of Wrath and Citizen Kane. The change in perspective creates greater intensity. Thanks, Dick. How's the fucking dinosaurs? (laughs) How do they look? (laughs) The depth in the the field of focus is unlike anything I've ever seen in the original Jurassic Park. Just tell me about the fucking velociraptors. How sick are they? They Are they so awesome? Here's what would totally make me go see that movie. If they added a short scene at the beginning with people, you know, digging in South America for mm-hmm. the, the amber stuff and they yeah. uncover a chunk of amber with a movie reel in it and they're mm. like, ah, we can remake it. I would watch We can that. do this. We can do this again. Jurassic I, uh, Park was impressive in 1993. 20 years later, it's flawless. Same fucking movie, dog. I didn't see it in 1993 going, where's my crispness? I actually <laughs> slept through it because I was six. Yeah, you're so bear. little. I my joke uh, that uh, that I have been leaning on and really deploying a lot recently is, uh, and I actually just got a chance to do this yesterday. I was at the Tri-State Comic Book Convention, and someone told uh, I was there with Sydney, and we ran into a friend of hers, uh, the, a coworker actually. And he said, uh, "Yeah, I'm gonna we're gonna finish here, and uh, and then I'm gonna go see Jurassic Park," and I, and I said, "Oh man, you're just gonna love it. It's really tense and." There's dinosaurs and stuff. I I don't know how you've missed it this long. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Spoiler Life finds alert. a way. What's the joke? The joke is that everybody's already seen Jurassic Park, so it's not like he's like seeing it. You know, he didn't laugh either. Are you the so, same person that like when Titanic came out, you're like, I hear the boat sinks at the end. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Alert. I hear you're the boat. Horrible sinks. person. You're one of those fucking dicks. I'm you're not, a, you're a horrible person. I'm not like ruining the plot or anything. Hey, uh, this is an advice show where we take your. Uh, uh, questions and turn them out could be like into wisdom 
I want to uh, start off with a question, and then we'll do other questions, and then I will see where it goes. Recording. Just see where it goes. This is also we should we should mention the second week of our Max Fun Drive two week long spectacular. You're gonna get a bonus link that this week, and we're gonna tell you all about Uh, how important Justin just ejaculated. It is untenable. (laughs) To do this show for an hour, but like I have to tell you guys, when you're staring down the barrel of like an hour and fifteen minutes of goofs, mm-hmm. it is is simply simply incomprehensible to me. I don't know how I'm going to be funny that long. Well, it's going to be incomprehensible yeah. to our listeners as well. Um, we'll see if they kick it with us for for an hour fifteen hour. Just change. relax with us and kick it. Here's our first. Right, here's question. what we'll do. We'll oh. just keep going until you all drop out. We're right? going to keep the show going, and you just bail whenever. Yeah. It's we're playing chicken with you right now, dear. No friction, zero friction. It's a free podcast. You don't have to, you know. You're yeah. not, you're not paying us. You should. You Max should Fun be. Drive, 2013. Here's our first question. My girlfriend and I recently got into a bit of a tiff over a TV spoiler. She just started watching the X Files, and I offhandedly mentioned that I heard it was no good after David Duchovny left. What the fuck? What? I didn't know that either. Bro. I've never. I've only seen like four seasons of X Files. What the fuck? It was so bad when the Terminator showed up and started killing everyone. Where? How did? Where does he go? David yeah. Duchovny. He went to do Californication. <laughs> yeah. Have fun solving these alien mysteries. I'm gonna go get my dick wet on the rig every day. <laughs> I'm gonna go have sex with Susan Sarandon's daughter. Is that real? Yeah. No, I think she plays his daughter on the show. Are, is that how it is? I don't know. I've never seen it. I hear it's pornographic. You're is guessing she, then. Is she allowed is to is when they're cut up like that, can one of them even continue on the X-Files? I don't think so. They're like, sorry, you're down to the J-Files now. <laughs> I don't think you're ready for the X-Files anymore. When you had two of you, you were, you were prepped. You had the faculties. Now, now I'm going to bump you down to J. Maybe R, if you're good. So she got a bit annoyed and considered it a spoiler, and he just considered it common knowledge about the program and its history. Nope. I wouldn't think it's a spoiler to say that Steve Carell eventually leaves the office or the Doctor Who eventually regenerates. They just seem like facts about the show. Brothers, what constitutes a spoiler? And that's from Spoiled and South Slope. This is interesting because I I think this, it has to do with our modern age, with this modern Mm -hmm. era that we're trying to fucking get people through every day, through this wasteland that we're leading the Underground Railroad through, is the fucking, it's the internet. Like everything, it's the internet. Because in 1980, when this fucking X-Files show was on, there was no mm-hmm. internet. So David Duchovny left, you didn't know about it. The only, reason, the only way you could watch it is on TV or on VHS that your dad recorded. I remember when it was on in 1998, too. Yeah. good years. It was a, it's a super old show, is what I'm saying. Office, Steve Carell leaves the mm-hmm. show. Fucking people are on the street with it tattooed on their goddamn face. They have a hyperlink to a Huffington Post article about Steve Carell leaving tattooed on their face. This is e- also different, everybody though, because at, like, in this, in, that has happened since... Like, okay, I don't think you could have escaped the news of Steve Carell leaving the office. That happened post-internet age. David Duchovny leaving the X-Files, though, that was a long time ago. That was probably before internet. But, Justin, to finish out your argument, that's like saying, like, Darth is Luke's father. Oh, what the shit? Spoiler alert, man. That is a spoiler. I don't know why you do that. I'm sorry. I didn't say his last name. It could be Darth anybody. You could still spoil loss for people, is what I'm saying. Like, I could (sighs) still... The, Could you? I still think there's a. I still think that law spoilers are like in effect. I feel like. So let's. There's a. There's a hierarchy, right? Let's rank them. Number one, Breaking Bad. If you fucking say anything 
that has ever happened throughout the fullness of Breaking Bad. You're a, you're a bag of dicks. You're but I will say that the difference is that's still running. It's not it right. That's what I'm saying. That's the that's the yeah. I'm establishing. I'm establishing the the worst thing you can do. And to me, that is Breaking Bad. Okay. Even like Game of Thrones is books, so like people can read that shit if they want to know. You know okay. what I mean? Breaking Bad number one. And then I mean, it goes down the whole AMC list, right? I've never watched Mad Men. If somebody told me shit about Mad Men, I'd be upset because I'm gonna sure. get there one day. You'll get there eventually. What I are you? Wa- what is it that you're waiting for? I, I'm, I'm waiting for their. I watch an episode, and just the way they treat those women is just like it's too much for you. It's it really is too much. I'm watching right? my fiance Thank like, you. like baby, I. Baby, I'm sorry that they that things were like this back then, and they still mm-hmm. are like this in parts of the world, third world, second world countries, developing California. nations, California, Californication. Sometimes <laughs> spending too long in a world without internet, even via television or, ironically, the internet, mm-hmm. makes you feel like fucking claustrophobic. When yeah. I look at them and I realize that that is a phone on their desk and it is not anything other than a phone on their desk, yeah. like, and that's how they do their work, and if they need to. I, I I get a little, it's a little much for me. It's a little dour. Yeah, that's I, what makes the Amazing Race so difficult because oof. they're in these if countries. Anybody and you ever, get exposed to what people are living like in other, and some people are like, ha- I saw people on that show dancing, and it mm-hmm. didn't seem to be for like money or anything. They just no. seem to be dancing to pass the time. Yeah, boring. Well, that's, that's well, I mean, it's also the most beautiful thing. It's the most beautiful. Thing. Uh, it's the most beautiful thing in the world that people are just dancing, for the, for the feel of it. Not you know for what I tips mean? or anything. No, no. Well, okay. weird. Actually, in this in this scenario, in this particular challenge, they had to get ten dollars in tips before they could bounce. But uh, okay, yeah. okay, cool, cool. a hundred rand if memory serves. I would I would say that the funny thing of this question is the opposite side of this question is when you start watching a show. After it's already been on, like, ten, she can't roll up to her friends and be like, oh, my God, you guys, I just found this new show. It's called X-Files. You should all check it out. But, like, okay, the, the, I think there's a converse relation to the statute of limitations ending mm-hmm. and the value of, like, talking about it. I think it's just, just be, be fucking polite. Like, have you watched X-Files? Yes. Man, when, when, when Chovney leaves... Mm-hmm. It, it really takes a nosedive. Yeah, I know. I I was there when that happened, so I can talk to you about it. Hey, hey have you seen X Files? No, I haven't. Well, then I'm not going to tell you about the. Hey, things. and guy, can I just like double underline that what you said about it? Ta- she said she's enjoying this new program, uh-huh. and for you to come along and be like, oh, re- oh, enjoy it while it lasts, because I hear it gets shitty. It drives me fucking crazy when people do that. Yeah, they'll try I'll- to do uh, any discussion of the West Wing. It. it it oh, is always like five. Just make time. sure you stop watching before after season five. Like, well, fuck, fuck those people because six and seven gets good. Oh. But six that pop off. But the the thing is about West Wing, and I'm sure other shows are like this too. Is it takes persistence. I fucked up my first time watching West Wing. I watched that fucking episode in season five. Ugh, that fucking episode where he's like, shut it down. And then I did shut down my Xbox and I stopped watching the goddamn television program because it was so bad. No, I mean, and it gets crazy. And John Goodman's president for a while. It gets it fucking is crazy, nuts. Boss. But, but here's but the thing. We just spoiled. You just fucking spoiled something, Justin. Justin? What? 
You just fucking, somebody's listening right now that's on season four and a half of West Wing. Like, can't wait to experience this in my own, in real time. And you just fucking looped It's going to be such a heightened, no, it is, I have heightened the experience. Because if you're watching West Wing and constantly wondering, is this when John Goodman becomes president? Does he trans, is he bit by John Goodman and at the full moon he transforms (laughs) and he becomes good man? That doesn't, Um, that's not outside the realm of... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Here, I'm, you know, your guess, ham looked like your ham looked like a shoulder steak. I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I just read a great Onion article where it was about uh, friend one season ahead and TV show of another friend gives him mystic wisdom about upcoming right. events. And that's what. <laughs> and, and that's let's not lie. Like that's exactly when we talk about how six and seven gets so much better. And you guys, oh, you mm-hmm. got to stick with it. It's because we're so fucking cultured and experienced and. Oh, Lies. when someone says, like, oh, have you made it to season three yet? Ah, just wait for season three. They're not doing that to help you. <laughs> They're no. not your friends. <laughs> Sometimes, so, though, they're helping. Like, so, when they say, that, make sure you stick around for season 2.5 of Battlestar, you might not mm-hmm. know that there is a 2.5. You might skip it, go straight to three. And then you're like, where's, where's Starbuck? <laughs> a lot of shows are hard to watch. Uh, Battlestar Galacta is hard to, like... Watch it's hard to right. like yeah. you can mess it up. Very you can if easily. you don't. You got to go three point two up to four point one, and then you got to drop back down to three point eight for the webisodes. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of important canonical extensions in those webisodes, so, so don't miss it. You got to watch Razor, Razor, <laughs> Razor Two. Drop back to Caprica. Hop back on for Heart of the Swarm, and then drop back down. You got to watch Razor, but backwards. <laughs> so spoiled and saw slope. In short, you were the jerk this time because it was <laughs> really shitty up. of you to tell her it gets bad. Like, what? Why would you even say that? Unless yeah. you were warning her that it gets better, which I don't think it does. Sorry, nope. X Files. You guys want a Yahoo? Yeah. yeah, I yeah I do. This Yahoo was sent in by two different people, uh, one of whom was Jacob Blocker, one of whom was Jack Howard. I don't know how it happened. It's a it's a mystical occurrence. But are thank they you working for together? I think that they fucking work together, except they were sent like days apart, so they probably found it together. And then Jack was like, yeah, let's wait until Tuesday to send this in. And then he fucking got the jump on it on Saturday. Anyway, thank you both. Um, it's by Yahoo Answers user Manuel who asks, is it okay to eat in the bathroom at McDonald's? <gasps> Hi. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Whenever I go to McDonald's, I always eat in the bathroom. I've been doing this for five years now without a problem. I think that saying without a problem is 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 very generous. <laughs> it's well, yeah. Let's let's break that term down. Is like the fucking McDonald's bouncer is not going to kick the door and be like, "I've been following your your trail for five years." It goes straight from the fucking cash register to the bathroom, so it was not a very difficult trail to follow. But <laughs> you got to think a- though that if he's been going to the same McDonald's, that the cashiers are starting to talk. Oh, I hope he's not going this. I hope nobody's going to the same McDonald's. Except hey, for that dude he, in Super Size Me. Oh, new that, guy, don't worry. That's just bathroom Steve. That dude in Super Size Me who's like, I ate 5,000 Big Macs. I ate six a day. And it's like, <laughs> that's great. But, like, can you do them at different McDonald's so they're not like, oh, here comes Big Mac Mac? Because his name's Mac. His name is also Mac. His name is also Mac. Can you? And, and it's like, why wouldn't you just call him Big Mac if that's the case? <laughs> Anyway, because well, he was actually very thin, if I remember correctly, he was a thin man. He was fucking. Can you disgusting. imagine? You're on a road trip. You park. You pull into a McDonald's. You run. You make a rush for the bathroom, promising yourself that you'll go back and buy a high C or something. 
You go to the bathroom, you open the stall door, and there's just this guy hunched over jamming chicken strips into his mouth. Occupied. Occupied. Occupado, my Occupied, good man. Occupied is he, with flavor. Is he voiding, though, while he eats, is the question. I should hope not. Is this, have we ever told the corn cob story? <laughs> I feel like we have to have told the corn cob story, because it's the best thing that's ever happened. No, I mean, to my knowledge, the, we have not. The perfect diagram of efficiency that is the corn cob. Story. The corn cob story is we were at a trailer trailer park. No, I think it's trailer safe. park campground. It was, it was a, a trailer park campground, which is like I don't care how fucking temporary your stay is. You're living in a trailer park for the for the period that you were there. We were staying there with our cousins or uncles or I think it was it's Tim and Tom, to Tom, right? And mm-hmm. uh, so we were staying there and we were walking the grounds, seeing the sights. Checking out, scoping some winnies, and uh, we went to the bathroom, and it was one of those um, deplorable kinds of bathrooms with no doors on the stalls. So like those technically, which are not bathrooms. In they're my not opinion, bathrooms. they're not bathrooms. They're not no. bathrooms. They're fucking temporary concentration camps that you can walk out of. They're risky water fountains, as they're, far as I'm concerned. There's they're, nothing. They're little public jails, and uh-huh. we walked in. And I was walking, you know, just checking to see if maybe one of these fucking stalls had a door on it because it's 1999 and we're living in a civilized goddamn world. And kind of, I mean, we were in a trailer park and um, walked by one stall and I didn't, I didn't look, I didn't look long because it's like, I guess a crime, but there was a little kid, I say half chubby. I mean, he was half fat, not he, not the either party in this scenario was half chub. He was this half fat kid, he was sitting there taking a poop, and while he was taking a poop, he was also eating some corn on the cob. <laughs> he was eating his corn on the cob while voiding. And I walked out and made a hand gesture to, I forget who was with me, I made a hand gesture, like a fucking SWAT team, like I can't talk, I can't, I'm about to lose my fucking mind laughing. You need to go walk eight feet in that direction and look westward. Turn your eyes westward towards... Corn cob boy. Turns corn cob boy. And then we'll, t- we'll, we will, I did a little loop with my finger to say we will re, do some recon later on this. We will get together and discuss it in a group. <laughs> not now, though. For now, not we now. Are completely. Not in, now. In I need recon. total silence. We're deep within enemy territory. <laughs> I need you to walk there. I need it to be very clear that I did not say, hey, go check out this kid with no pants on. <laughs> you have to keep it totally cash. You got to keep totally it cash. Mad. Turn. Say, oh, excuse me. Say, like, excuse me, or how's that corn? <laughs> Pretty good, I bet, since you couldn't fucking tear yourself away from it. Couldn't leave it on the picnic table. Go void. Go evacuate and then return to your biz. There was a moment in this kid's life where he was eating corn, realized he needed to use the bathroom and thought, well, I can't leave this. I get it. I mean, he buttered it. And once you butter it, it's like, that's your day. Yeah. That's your day until until it's done. That's your day. Have you ever thought about it from this kid's point of view? That maybe like Griffin's acknowledgement of him and like just the look on Griffin's face changed this kid. Turned his life. life around. That kid grew up Steve Jobs. He grew up super fast. <laughs> he grew up Steve Jobs. Uh huh. Um, th- anyway, maybe that's what this kid, maybe that's who's asking this question. <laughs> it's fine, right? Um, it's not okay. I mean, I get it. Like, I hate, 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 
hey, it's not just McDonald's, it's anything going inside of a fast food restaurant when I, you know what I mean? Like, unless I am on a road trip and I'm going to use the bathroom, I never like, hey, you guys wanna get out and eat inside? Like the answer to that question is always no. No. I can't even imagine, I don't understand why most fast food restaurants have dining rooms. Like I really, I think it's, it's also, I think for kids parties in the nineties. I think it's one of those vesti- yes. It's one of those like crazy vestigial things of there was a simpler time in the 1950s mm-hmm. where you would go and Speedy would bring you out a, a tasty burger, bring it right out to you, and you'd sit there with your family after church and it would smell so clean. And now, like, that's not every McDonald's that's been around for longer than six months <laughs> is like caked in funk. That's and you not, have to. That's not fair or accurate. McDonald's are pristine. Many McDonald's are pristine. Some McDonald's are clean. Okay. Do you, okay. Do you know you're what right. my, when was the last time you were inside a steak and shake? Um, I don't they know. Don't, they don't years. have those here. Well, because yeah. it is that. Like, it's an actual, like, restaurant inside, and, like, that full-on, you walk into a time warp, and you're in the 50s. Yeah. And, like, there's families everywhere. It's crazy. Sorry. Tangent, but... So if you want to see some families, cruise on down to the Steak and Shake, and you can scope all the families, all the families. I just go down there and family watch. You know, if you want to, and if you want to see a half fat kid eating (laughs) corn on the cob, if you want to see, I know what you're talking about though, because you don't see that in adults really, but like you would see that little kids a lot, mainly because I guess little kids have to have their shirts off more. Yeah, but like you would see kids who were like skinny to about like three inches above their belly button and then, and then it got fat below and then it got there. around yeah it's like bingo from the biggest this latest season of biggest loser except like after after no. he and like i don't want to fucking put bingo on blast and i don't want to salt his game or anything like that because he worked really hard he had a broken ankle for a long time and he still managed to drop like 70 pounds which for a 10 year old kid is like everything but he was still a little little they're mean you know to him on that show did you read about oh man it's a brutal environment yeah, well, yeah, because you had fucking Jillian Michaels like, if you don't eat this okra, you're gonna eat my shit! <laughs> and then she would shit down Bingo's throat. Hey, speaking of eating stuff, uh, I can't eat eggs. Not because of allergenic reasons. Ever since I was a toddler, I just couldn't bring myself to eat them. Scrambled, poached, boiled, even mixed with fried rice, you name it. Over the years, I've tried it. Can't even chew them. Really want to like them. Not only for the protein content, but my GF apparently makes devastating scrambled eggs that I would love to try. Oh, brothers, what can I do to change my senses and love eggs? That's from eggs. Aggravated in Egan. I have a hard time not picturing him putting eggs in his mouth and going, it's not working. I can't can't do it. Uh, how How do you move your teeth around these things? How does anyone eat eggs? This reminds me of Bingo from Biggest Loser trying to eat vegetables. Can't do it. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make Bingo eat vegetables. That's what Bingo's dad always says. <laughs> I I don't understand the question. You don't like them, you mean? Because there's things, it's okay not to like can, some food. Can I it's, say, listen, I get it. Because this is how I feel about mayonnaise. But uh, no, but I, eggs. I have, but I have no reason. I have no justification. There is no background to it. I just don't want to eat it. That's crazy that you don't like mayonnaise. I get it. First of all, I get it. Do you know what? Do you, you know, know what mayonnaise is, Travis? Right now, can you tell me right now what what mayonnaise is? It's it's basically just like solid fat, 
No. It's oil. You're, no, you're it's, wrong. It's, it's an egg and it's oil and that's all that it is. And you, lo- I know for a fucking fact you love both of those things. You will fry an egg in oil. And you'll listen, eat that. That's mayonnaise. Listen, better men than you have tried to dissect my problem with mayonnaise. No, you wanna, mayonnaise you, you is wanna, gross. You don't want to know the messed up thing? What? If it's like on something and I'm unaware of it, I have no problem with it. Oh, but sure. But as soon as someone's like, do you want mayonnaise on it? I'm like, oh, no. But that's, oh, mayonnaise's no. only job is to fucking ghost it on a sandwich to make it a little wetter. That's this it. is my problem, though. But, like, here's the thing with all condiments. And I stayed away from condiments for a good part of my life. Because it feels um, better to just be natural. Because I just want a raw dog. Just want a raw sandwich. No, I, I stayed away from it because people would, uh, restaurants especially, will always over-apply. Oh, yeah. God, like, yes. I, they'll, I, a little thin layer of mayo can be appealing. But you don't ever get that anywhere. It's like, no. that's how much mayo you get. <laughs> You get uh, a, how much of mayo? How much mayo would you would you like a or would you like? That's what you get. All if I if I bite a sandwich and mayonnaise gushes out of it, my dining experience has come to an abrupt halt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the end of my dining experience. You bite it and then like a solid jet of it shoots out. <laughs> And it gets on your grandma, and then that's that's Nutty Professor Three. <laughs> You're welcome. You're clumps. welcome, Nutty Professor Three. Still Enjoy it, the clumps. So I'm betting that this guy's problem is like purely mental. That it's just like, oh, eggs? No, eggs is a big fucking. That's a huge. I don't. I couldn't make it without eggs. Couldn't make it. How do you eat breakfast tacos? I ate eggs inside my breakfast tacos yesterday. I'd say like but it's you- a four times a week thing for me. You can't see the thing though, where it's like, oh, that's that's like a chicken baby. Oh, it's not that. I don't. Th- I don't like, think it doesn't it's that. seem to be conceptually bothering this person. Mm. If I think maybe you should just start trying different styles. Like you need to find a a, a handhold in the world of eggs, and then like build from there. Eggs eggs are a protein, and they are a vehicle for other flavors, and that vehicle can be delivered in so many different ways. That's what's craziest to me is you can fucking disguise it in so. Many I put a little fox point seasoning in it and a little little salt and a little pepper and that's it and it doesn't taste anything like eggs. It tastes like fucking fox point seasoning. What's and fox I, point seasoning? It's a you know it's a special I don't know it just came with the it came with the seasoning set that uh, that Rachel got me for my birthday a couple years uh-huh. ago. Um, and it's it's fucking delicious. Hey, here's Get it on some free, Speaking of spices, here's some free advice to everybody. Yeah, if it's been a few years since you've used a spice. Check the expiration date on oh, it. Oh, Fox it Point doesn't go bad. It won't ever hurt you, but um, you, you will really lose a lot of potency. I bought some new Crusher Pepper Flakes, and mm. I stopped using the jar I've been using for five years. I bought some new Crusher Pepper Flakes, and it was honestly, it was mm. like being able to taste again after being in some sort of I just glue See, I just, go to, I just go to Pizza Hut during when they have their lunch buffet, and I just uh-huh. scoop up the red pepper flakes, just throw them in my pocket. Fill your and then pockets I'll full. Fill my pockets with you know, pepper flakes and Parmesan and... Uh, I do the same thing with the carrot shreddings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are delicious. My jam with eggs right now, and this is uh, this is really delicious, is, is I make an omelet mm. and I cook some apple slices in uh, in brandy and cinnamon. Fuck. And then mm. put the apple slices into the omelet. Mm. I learned that from the frugal gourmet, who it turns out is a child molester guy, I, sort of. Oh, no. I know, right? I was so <laughs> bummed. The story just went from my extreme fascination of cinnamon apples and eggs. Why haven't? Ah, oh, man. <laughs> but no, guys. Seriously, good. he taught me how to make the best omelets, and uh, I don't care. You know, he can have a kid or two. As far as I'm That's concerned, not- he's gonna. Oh no, Dustin, like no. I don't mean it like Wait. that. 
We don't need to lay a sacrifice at the feet of the frugal I'm gourmet. I'm not gonna sit here and pass judgment on frugal gourmet. Who's what if that? Egg, okay, gourmet? Justin, what if that? What if that kid was corncob boy? Now don't you feel bad? <laughs> Isn't there egg on your face? Oh, just eat these fucking eggs. You can. You can. Oh my god, there's eggs in everything you eat. When I, I have a second. I have a second suggestion that might help. What's that? Because it, it. I mean, it's it's how you train dogs, but have a little bit of egg along with your favorite kind of food. And just like pair them together until eventually you're gonna create a new connection mm-hmm. that eggs are good and they remind you of your favorite food. Put a little bit of egg on the tip of your nose, and then when I ring this bell, I want you to jump up and grab it. And you laugh, but that'd be a really impressive trick. That would be because eggs are super floppy. Made the mistake this week of I thought the Onion AV Club when they did podcast reviews, they only like did them about episodes that were good. And a few weeks ago, we I guess we put put up a rock, as they yeah. say, oh, in the yeah, ball yeah. world. And they said, like, they, they called us on it. They said, wow, they really threw an air ball this time, a real clunker. And now, like, any time we're recording, the only voice I could hear is the voice of the AV club saying, like, there is a prolonged 20-minute discussion of, uh, of egg preparation. <laughs> <laughs> Do not recommend to anyone. <laughs> right, but then you go fucking switch over to... Egg blog podcast reviews, and they're like mm-hmm. A plus, best app ever. Go see it. Five Finally. stars. Drop some money on them. Finally, the bre- the McElroys break their three year long egg silence <laughs> <laughs> and f- fucking get on it. Actually, it is three years on the thirtieth, Wen- right? Wednesday, the tenth. April tenth was our first mm-hmm. app. Jesus episode. Christ! I can't serve. fucking I believe how long we've been doing this stupid goddamn show. Hey. If you want us to keep doing this goddamn show, you're going to have to get up in the Max Fund Drive. Uh, it is our annual fundraiser uh, to to help collect money for the Maximum Fun Podcast Network, of which we are a proud, proud member. This is our third Max Fund Drive. I'm sure that most of you know the score, especially if you listened last week. If you don't, um, we are raising money for Max Fund Drive for for the Maximum Fund Network. Um, we get paid. I think it's safe to say. Are we allowed to? I mean, I know you guys are uncomfortable talking about finances. We make bank. We make bank. We we get that sticky green. Is that mm-hmm. weed or money? We it's but both. we get the money and we spend it on weed. Um, mm-hmm. And and that money comes from you. We're a donor supported network, um, which is amazing. Jesse Thorne wrote up a, a, a big essay about why we um, why it is a donor supported network and it's moving. So go look that up and find it. Um, but yeah, we have uh, we collect monthly donations at a number of different levels. There's something for you know whatever price point you can work with. We have a ten dollar donation level, twenty dollar, thirty five dollar, all the way up to two hundred dollars. Um, and for doing that, you not only you know support us and help grow the show um, and and help bring new shows to the Max Fun Network. Which this past year we've seen like crazy expansion with. Risk in the Memory Palace and Wham Bam Pow and uh, what God? What am I? One Bad Mother just opened up. Dave, Dave Hill's Hill. podcasting incident. Like I, it's like we've doubled the network mm-hmm. this it's year, massive. and and every show is it, just delightful. Like there's really no collection of like media anywhere else on internet or otherwise. Um, but anyway, you, you you help support us. You also get some pretty dope gifts. Uh, Justin, you want to break some of those down for us? So if you give us $10 a month, that is so super generous of you. And to say thank you, we were going to send you some very cool 
Maximum Fun earbuds. They are branded with our distinctive rocket ship logo, and they are fresh to death. Uh, you're also going to get a ton of... How many hours? We figured it up like... It was like 30-something? Like 30-some hours of donor-exclusive uh, material. Yeah, We've every, got like, every year we do a bonus episode, so does every other podcast. So based on how many years they've been... Like, this is our third year. We have three bonus episodes, and... Plus the episode that we did for Max Fun Day in October. Mm-hmm. Oh, so shit, that's right. Yeah, so and one of those episodes contains Papa McElroy. It's, Our daddy. It's hilarious. So if you've been wanting to hear from, from whence we came, that is where. Um, and if you're, if you're a previous donor, like the physical gifts are for people who are new donors or people who upgrade, you can find all this information on maximumfund.org forward slash donate, by the way. But um, if you're a previous donor, you get all that bonus shit, like regardless. For $20 a month, we're going to give you the Intimate Sensations Pack. Uh, that is definitely, definitely, definitely a box of sex stuff. There's a yeah, black for sexing our freaky mask. listeners, you know you love it. The Velvet Feel Massager. Uh, Rocket Lube, which is Maximum Fun Sex Lube. Which I would not, I, I would not recommend opening for collector's value. You're going to yeah. want to sell that. Well, so, but good uh, luck resisting it when you're trying yeah, to right. fuck a dry butt. And then you look over and you're like, I got the solution right here. I have the ungent that I need to perform this. And and to be... Or a dry vagina, or a dry Mm -hmm. vagina. Sorry, go ahead, Travis. Just to make it clear, that's from our friends at Extreme Restraints. Like, Mm -hmm. not only our biggest supporters... We didn't just take a Gatorade bottle and just (laughs) put some... Put, like, a mixture of olive oil and and bath water into it. Like, it's legit. It's legit lube. It's going to help you fuck a butt. Or Or a vagina. At $35, you're going to get all that stuff, plus a pair of rocket-engraved rocks glasses, which these are, are These are some sharp glasses. Well, they're not well, sharp. I mean, you're not going like, to cut your mouth. To your, they're to the touch. They're smooth. They've got a thick, heavy bottom. You can pour, you just can like pour spirits in it, just like Travis. you got a thick ass. Thick um, ass. You pour, you pour your spirits in this, and, and you have a good time with friends. There's two of them, so you can have maybe an intimate date. Maybe you fill it with rocket lube, and then you pour the rocket lube from the glass into a dry butt. Maybe you pour it into your own butt, because like maybe you're at like a festival, mm-hmm. and it's like gets really dry down there, or it gets really swampy. We'll pour a little lube in there; it'll fix you right up. Maybe your <laughs> windows. Actually, also, if you if you massage the lube into a bald man's head, his mm-hmm. hair will grow back. His hair will grow back. If um, you got streaks on your windows, just throw some lube on it, and then wipe uh-huh. it down, and then shove it in your ass. The window, the whole window, <laughs> the whole fixture, right in there. You know what they say. A man's way to his heart is the window to the soul, which is his asshole with an actual window in it. <laughs> so I guess, so do that. It's MaximumFun.org forward slash donate. Please do this right now while you're thinking about it. You'll forget later. Go do it right this second. We can. We will be here waiting for you mm-hmm. when you get back. Or if you have a computer handy, just go ahead and, and do it. We and are. Do it just like that. We are. Uh, almost halfway, we have a goal of a thousand new donors, which is the goal we have mm-hmm. every year. We don't have a thermo boner this year to track it, which is horseshit. Typically, Jesse <laughs> Thorne draws up a thermometer to keep track of it, but because he's got a boner-addled mind, it always ends up looking like a boner. Not this year. Not this year. Yeah. We got some sort of HTML5 thing, which is <laughs> it's horseshit. It's horseshit. But we're 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 on track. We still need everybody's help to to get there. Um, and we also have challenge donors who every time we get a new donor, they donate a certain amount of money, which is 
does anybody know where it's at? It was over six bucks last time, which is if we hit the goal of a thousand donors, it's like a lot of money. Oh God! Away, so and, please give me. And I also want to say, lest Daddy we forget, life. lest we forget, if you are a Max Fund donor from the past, we are so grateful for you. I know that sometimes we hit the new Max Fund drive, and it seems like you know we're so excited about new donors and we're trying to get new people. But if you've been a donor with us for a while, like, and you've you, been like you. It's crazy. You are what to me. makes this station happen? Somebody pointed out to me on on Twitter. They were like, you know, I, I'm uncomfortable with doing a monthly donation because it's like it's the same amount of like Netflix or other services like that. And like, the fact that you there are people out there that feel like they get the same amount of entertainment from us and the other shows in the Max Fun Network that they do from, quote unquote, professional services like that, and are like willing to support us with the same amount of money. Like that's that's fucking amazing to me. And like, I'm not saying that they are mistaken in saying that because I get literally a mm-hmm. dozen hours of entertainment from the Max Fun Network every week. Um, but, like, I don't know. It's it's incredibly, incredibly flattering. Like, I never I thought that I also guarantee that Netflix like that. does not love you as much as we love you. No, Netflix is fucking shitty. They send you broken discs, and you don't realize it until you put it in your Xbox, and it's just mm-hmm. shrapnel in there. I also hear they fart in every They envelope. fart on every... Here's the thing, though. It's only certain movies. So, like, mm-hmm. if you get Hope Floats, that's a farter. <laughs> I... if, you get, if you get Serendipity, that's a farter. If you get The Lake House, that's a farter. Why is it all, like, romantic comedies? <laughs> it's all romantic comedies. If it has John Cusack in it, and he kisses a woman at the end, that don't touch the disc with your bare hands. That's all I'm saying. Except for Must Love Dogs. Must Except Love Dogs Except for Must safe. Love Dogs. That's the only fart-free one. Because it is made of farts. Because it is a literal... <laughs> oh, man. Maximumfun.org forward slash donate is the link. Click it and just think about it. Think about your options. I'm in a rock band. It may or may not be attempting to climb to stardom. We've written a handful of songs and started playing them at a local karaoke... Sorry, that word is not in this question. <laughs> I'm playing out at local venues and... <laughs> said horse shows no house shows not horse shows my problem is that after every set whenever someone attempts to compliment me on our music i have an overwhelming urge to ask them questions about the songs about my playing about literally anything i can think of so my question is this how far can i go with this should i ask a question at all or just nod and thank them and that's from noteless in New Jersey. Guys, this reason, this this question is, this is not a joke, literally the reason I had to stop doing community theater. Because really? the, coming off, there's no, whether you're in the audience or coming off the stage, that 15 minute period afterwards where people have to come up to you and tell you how sweet your voice is or you have to tell them how, how you were moved and touched by this particular performance of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat is like the worst human interaction I think that you can be party to. Yeah, and it, and if I may, Noteless, here's the problem. No matter what you ask them, you're not gonna believe their response. No. Yeah, everyone's Trust lying. Me. Yeah, and if you say like, hey, so what'd you think? And they're like, man, it was so good. And you're like, no, really, honestly, what did you think? No, really, it was so good. I, I mean, okay, you can tell me, like, because we're trying to get better. No, it was so good. So good. Like, you're, like the sh- you're like the early shins. I like it so yeah. much. You are there never is gonna no get- affirmation they can give you that you're going to go, oh, okay. Do you know what's hey. going to be affirmation? When you get wet panties flung on stage at you. <laughs> That's how you're going to know. And they have to be wet? Why do they have to be wet? <laughs> 
don't know. Why are these wet? Hey, who threw these wet panties up on the stage? That's gross. I think they have to be wet for aerodynamic purposes. I don't think you're going to cut wet. That's true. Yeah, it's like. Oh, no, if they're dry, there's not enough mass to them. Yeah, They won't fall. Inertia. You know, you need the mass. Yeah, you need inertia. That's uh, that's like the Foo Fighters had to ask people to stop throwing Mentos at them when they played uh, Big Me because that that they are hard. Yeah, <laughs> they're like hearts. little bullets, like little minty sucks. bullets. Please don't do that. I it, you're never gonna get an honesty from people who are there, presumably your friends, or even if they're not, like they're there, they're looking you dead in the eye. If you want honesty, get on the internet. Everyone and, will mm-hmm. fucking hate and you. The only reason yeah. that we're saying this, yes, thank you, Justin. The only reason that we're saying this is because I have never get, said anything bad about any art anyone's ever done to their face. And I try not to say it on internet, even, because I know how nasty the internet gets. Oh, boy, howdy, does it ever. She many creaminy. Well, I, just, and you know, the double edged sword is like maybe, see, everybody also has that like one friend that's like their straight shooter friend that oh, will man. be like, I'm going to give you my honest opinion. And you would think that that, like, in, in your mind, you're like, that's exactly what I want. I want an honest opinion so I can grow and improve. But you don't. You super you don't, because then Jerry's like, I don't know, man. It just sounded a little derivative of, of New Fugazi. Do they have new stuff? It sounds like New Fugazi to me. So If I, Fugazi had continued to operate as a band mm-hmm. in an alternate dimension, this sounds very derivative of that. This sounds derivative work. of that. Then you would say, well, Jerry, thank you for your honest opinion. And then in your bed at night at 4 a.m. because you can't fucking sleep, you're like, God damn it, Jerry. My whole life is in Why didn't you just fucking say it was good and walk away? Why'd you straight shoot me? Why'd you straight <sighs> shoot me in the heart? That's God. why. That's actually why people started bringing flowers to things. Mm-hmm. Because you could give someone flowers and then walk away and they'll and not you don't have to say anything. And later they'll think, I must have talked to them. Yeah. Because I mm-hmm. have flowers here. Take the, hey, take these. Oh, thank you. What'd you think? I f- just fucking gave you flowers. Like I that's I I shouldn't that, have to tell you that. The interaction's over. I went to Kroger. We're done. I, I went to Kroger. To, to be fair, you guys, I think you're letting your theater show because I don't think a lot of people roll up to rock shows with flowers. <laughs> Oh, God. Maestro, maestro, be? one more. <laughs> I say play on. Bravissimo, on bravissimo. <laughs> I, you don't, don't. The flowers do have to be wet though, or else they won't travel. <laughs> don't do this. Just say thank you so much, and I, mm-hmm. we really appreciate you coming. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Did we? Because I mean, after can our you live imagine shows, if we were at, if we did a my brother, my brother, me live show. And someone came up afterwards, and they were like, hey, that was funny. And I was like, go on. <laughs> well, Break it's it down. Uh, tell Remember me, goofs? Are, you ex- are you physically exhausted from laughing? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I, I, we don't, like, after our live shows, we usually just, like, fucking, just, like, hang, right? Like, we're almost ashamed yeah. of the shit that we just did, and we don't want to talk about it. Let's move on. <laughs> That's typically, no, I'm not joking. That's typically, like... At the Chicago, after our first live show at Second City, we went out to that bar. It was my birthday, and I don't remember a lot of it because fucking Rocky Horror got me blackout. But like, uh-huh. w- we all just drank and didn't talk about it. I feel like, am I misremembering? Uh, no, you're right. No, I didn't. I didn't talk about. It. I don't want to talk about it. That's the thing. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it now. We're talking a big game, but like, that's actually the worst part about <laughs> this is gonna sound so stupid, but like, when we do a live show. And then we talk to people afterwards. I really like being in any way like 
entertaining or worth listening to. I don't know if this is this way for genuinely talented people, but for me, it is a finite resource. Yeah. And if I <laughs> put it all into like an hour of doing a live show afterwards, like I know I suck. Like I am not funny. I do not have any the whatever neurons those are that connect mm-hmm. me to saying like not even funny, like applicable. Yeah. Like uh, even relevant. Oh, you fried all of those connections. You yeah, can chart that them. between, so our Chicago live show where we did like 20 minutes and then we're like, ah, what's up? Oh, this guy. And then our Austin live show when we did two back-to-back hour-long episodes and went out for like five and a half minutes and we're like, uh. Uh-huh. And fell asleep on the tables in the back of that monk's place. Mm-hmm. Griffin, do you have a Yahoo? I have a few. This Yahoo answer was sent in by Reed. Thank you, Reed. Uh, it's by Yahoo Answers user Miomi, who asks, Well, I quitted karate. Is that a good decision? <laughs> <laughs> Trainings are hard, my bro told me to quit. Oh, Jesus. Trainings are hard. My bro told me to quit because I didn't want to attend karate, so I quitted. My parents don't... Hey, did you... Were you found guilty for karate? No, I was acquitted. <laughs> <laughs> my parents don't want me to quit because they wanted me to protect myself when I grow older. So uh-huh. is it a good or bad decision to quit? So many do, factors here. Do you guys know anybody who did karate coming up? Yes, I do. I knew one. Chris Sizemore? Uh, Derek Moore. But, uh. like, here's the thing. I feel like there was a, a mythos around karate or all forms of kung fu, um, and there still is, which is I'm, I'm learning it for self-defense. I don't, I don't think that situation has ever unfolded organically in the history of pugilism i think that i think that is somebody who has dedicated 20 years of their life to mastering kung fu and then they get in one bar fight they in that bar fight in that moment that primal moment of punch they do not go what did my sensei teach me (laughs) see i disagree because i think in the moment of punch it probably comes up but like in the dark alley where dude like pulls a gun you're probably not thinking like, I'm gonna cry. Well, no, because you're not gonna and fucking like face. throw a ball of chi at him. Like that's obviously not. <laughs> oh, gonna have work. you guys seen that thing though? When you're People fucking totally do that. When you're careening towards that drunk truck driver, you're not gonna kung fu his car out of the way, Travis. <laughs> when this, when the fucking sun explodes and we experience the heat death of the universe, you're not gonna fucking kick your way out can of I, that. Can one. I tell you the funny thing is though, as soon as someone says like self defense, I'm taking it for self defense. That is what I picture uh, like fighting. I'm off. 95 years old and this coronary is about to get me, but let me just chop it. <laughs> Done. Fixed it. <laughs> Fixed it with my ch- heart. It's got, cool now. Got it with a chop. 90 I years of kung fu paid off. People say they do it to defend themselves, and if you really pound that math out, it is. Com- a a bad investment, no matter which way it breaks. Inconceivable. In this, in this situation, in this situation that you are that you are envisioning, you are in mano a mano combat, hand to hand, no weapons allowed. Because it, make no mistake, my friend, if you have karate and he has insert sharp thing here, mm-hmm, you lose. Mm-hmm. You lose. It's over. You yeah. get stabbed. That's why. You, that's why imagine? fucking knives and swords and guns were invented. Is because people like this fuckhole on Yahoo was like karate's too hard. I wish there was a substitute. Oh, oh you're telling me this guns. knife is worth a a hundred billion years of karate? Okay, I'll just take that then. It's way easier. Yeah. How about just bring some mace with you? Because what you're talking about is four hours a week, right? Or yeah. Like an hour a week for a month. 
something like 50 hour, hours a year of karate. You just pulled all that out of your butt. <laughs> Why? Yep. That's nothing wrong. Based on the latest statistics. The latest statistics. Hours a year of karate training mm-hmm. versus, like, the one opportunity you may ever have to just not get your ass beat as bad as your ass would have gotten. Uh, right. Also, in those karate classes, from what I know from watching movies and TV shows, you get your ass beat a lot. Yeah. You get thrown around I, and like yeah. people Maybe that's beat helpful. the shit out of you. Like right now, I've never I've never been in a fight in my life. I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast before, and I'm afraid that first punch I'd be done. So maybe like being in kung fu classes gets the shit beaten out of you, so you're a little bit more used to getting the shit beaten out of you. But at the same time, mm-hmm. it seems so. You know, I say this, but I watch that Tony Ja, and like he's on some next level shit. I think that if uh-huh. he got embroiled, he would come out uh, the victor. But like, I don't know. But like, I guarantee he's not going to master Tony's, you know, Taekwondo <laughs> class right. behind the wire. Because that shit, you're like outside a bar, and a dude is drunk and coming after you. You're not going to be like, so are you doing crane style or Taekwondo? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Ow. Ah. And right now, I know there are dozens of people that are shouting at their iPods saying, I don't do martial arts for self-defense. I do it for mental clarity and physical exercise. And newsflash. I can kick all your asses. If you are in a bar (laughs) fight. Blanket statement. If if you see me, fucking bring it. (laughs) I will take you to clown town. Go ahead, Justin. Oh, thanks. (laughs) If there's a fight, they are looking to you. You are the guy. Mm -hmm, You cannot mm -hmm. use the excuse of, no, I just do martial. No, no, no. They're going to look to you, Kung Fu Kim, or whatever your name is, to fight this fight for them. Mm-hmm. You're setting up unrealistic expectations, is what I'm saying. I, yes, and I will say this, too. I, I mean, counterpoint, if I were about to fight a dude in a bar and somebody else in the bar is like, you know he's a black belt, right? I, w- I would run away. <laughs> I mean, it is would, good for that. It is good for intimidation. It's intimidation. But I would totally leave the situation. Is there such a thing as a dojo run by like a like a drunk dock worker and like yeah, i have a judge you could try it's called all of them <laughs> if there was an illegal boxing gambling ring run by a mm-hmm. drunk dock worker that is the kind of shit that i would be on you know what i mean yeah like where's the dojo that like teaches you to like punch sides of beef i'm a miller's high life belt at my dojo and it's mm-hmm. a, just a belt, just like a regular belt with a Miller's High Life label stuck on it. But it's the next it, to highest you, one you can get. It's the champagne. You know, I would, I would go to a dojo run by like Norman Reedus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, w- I, I would. I want be that, that kind dojo. of fighting. He um, kind of is. I, he's kind of is like a drunk, the, the drunk dock worker of actors, though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I think that the, the 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 big problem with with karate is I don't have an end of the sentence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it keeps taking our jobs. Is the re- is the issue? Sure. Something. Something it comes down to whatever. Obama. <laughs> let's ask. Let's answer a real question. Nobody does kung fu anymore. Nobody's ever done kung fu again. I'm sorry if we hurt your feelings and you do kung fu. If Rob McGraw. Now that's some that shit. Way. That's some shit. I can Rob McGraw or Tim McGraw. Oh. <laughs> if you are Tim McGraw, welcome to Tom. Mag- t- Welcome to Tim McGraw's Crab McGraw. I'm going to teach you how to tumble, how to throw somebody, use their weight against them, and not get your head knocked off. Welcome to Tom McGraw's Tim McGraw Crab McGraw. Hi, I'm Tom McGraw. People tell me I look like Tim McGraw, but that's just because my name sounds the same. Who wants to learn how to tussle? 
My brother Tim McGraw taught me his fighting style, Carl McGraw, that he invented. It was not. I miss him every day. I miss him so much. I miss him. He died in a Carl McGraw accident. (laughs) I've been pretending to be him for the last 20 years. Have you had sex with Faith Hill? No? Well, come on. Let's Carl McGraw. Everybody do in the Crab McGraw crawl. I don't think that was Tim McGraw. I don't think that was Tim McGraw. Everybody Crab McGraw like you were dying. Let's go. <laughs> that one That one works. Thank you. Don't take the Crab McGraw lessons <laughs> from my brother Tom. <laughs> don't take his shit. Don't take his shit. Crab McGraw him. <laughs> I mean, oh my God. I'm an Indian Crab McGraw. <laughs> Have Cherokee and Choctaw. I'll flip you over my shoulder, R. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Can, can, can anyone give me an I like it? I love it. I like it. I love it. I chopped that guy's arm off. <laughs> All right. Let's answer a question. I love my boyfriend of a year. Oh, man, guys, I got to start reading these before I start reading them. (laughs) Got to do a little prep. A little pre-pro. I love my boyfriend of over a year very much. However, something's been bothering me lately. Whenever I need to vent to him about a hard day or someone I don't like, he always feels the need to play devil's advocate, telling me they have a point or that I shouldn't have done something, when all I really wanted was to get it off my chest. I know not everything that bothers me is entirely reasonable, but sometimes I just need to hear I just need to hear what I want to hear. What should I tell him? Thanks. That's from Camp Vent in Kentucky. Sounds like Ooh. this is this dude's first time being a boyfriend. It sounds like his first yeah, his first well, his significant other of any of any gender. Uh it might also be his first time trying to be like a good boyfriend. What do you it mean? It might be possible that he's been an SO before. And was just, just a shithead? Yeah, well, he was. Here's, here's the thing. I'm bad at this, too. Like, I, I completely relate to this dude. Oh, this is so awful to tell you how horrible I am at reading human emotions. <laughs> I actually have taken to shorthand, and, like, when Teresa will start to vent about something, I will literally say, do you want me to be supportive boyfriend or devil's advocate boyfriend? There is literally... I do the exact same thing, and maybe that's cheating. I don't know, but it seems to work better than guessing. Yeah, it's it is cheating because like I don't do that. I have to just read you know read the room, read the variables. Is she perioding right, fellas? <laughs> High five. Hi Skype. Oh, God. Skype five. Shit. Why five? I like that. That's a Thank good you. one. No, I mean it, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Sometimes you just want to say something out loud, and you don't necessarily want an argument about it. You just want to be angry for there a while. Was, there was a moment last night where Teresa was telling me a story about something, and I was just staring at her, waiting for her to, like, ask for my opinion, or ask for <laughs> me, like, what to do, and she finished the sentence, and didn't have anything else to say, and I was just staring at her, and she was like, <laughs> and she's like, and I'm really upset about that, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's shitty, that's awful, oh, yeah, I were you, Were you, honesty time, were you listening to the completeness of the thought. It was one of two things. I was either so deep in it that I couldn't see the light to get out, or I was thinking about like pizza. <laughs> you you were you were you were pondering an earlier phrase that she said. <laughs> you were so busy processing that that you didn't hear you didn't hear the punchline. That might be true. You didn't you were so stuck on the descending action. It is really hard to shake the um to shake the impulse to fix. 
And yeah. I think that that is that's something that I've always struggled with in 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 my relationships that I I never have uh and 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 I think Sydney is the first relationship I've been in where like I've finally because of just her telling me what I'm doing wrong and me sort of mm-hmm. realizing it on my own and growing up like it's it's it seems like a very healthy impulse to like want to fix everything but yeah man that can you can get into a bad situation very fast the issue is like i'm i'm always that guy i am always like well let me find a way to help you and Mm -hmm. so the way that it breaks down for me again the preface i'm awful at this is i have a two-step process and the first step is is there anything i can do directly to fix this to which the answer is almost always no right and then step two is can you find a teacher or an adult (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> can you find a teacher or an adult that can help you out with this problem? Because there's an adult yep. out there somewhere that will help you, a parent or a teacher or a trusted close friend. Sydney has had problems, uh, was having problems sleeping recently. And I tried to advise her with my vast uh, uh, amount of sleep knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I realized that that didn't work. So I found out who the sleep doctor was at the hospital where she works and started insisting that she talked to him. Because he's yep. an adult. He That's can what, fix that. That is what I'm saying. It's a foolproof okay, method. I've gone through my entire checklist. I'm going to bump you up to an adult. Listen, uh, I got to I I escalate this. I really have nothing for you. I don't know any teachers Here. anymore. They all fucking died. <laughs> it's really unfortunate because you can't. I mean, it's frustrating. I get it from the guy's perspective. I mean, the devil's advocate thing. That's easy. Here's when people want you to be devil's advocate. A never. Like, they <laughs> don't ever want that. Trust me, they know what the flip side is. They don't need you to illuminate that for them. You can it, put your boyfriend uh, it, on the line if you want. We can tell him that. It, it might not hurt to say, like, I'm just going to vent for a second, but. But what if they know, need that and, truth? What if they're saying some, some, some bullshit and they need you to fucking grab them, pull them back do down? You want to know the answer, Griffin? You don't do it. But, the, but what never. if they need it, Travis? This is, this is what I'm saying. What if they need it, and that's secretly what they want? Is somebody they to tell don't them, want no, that. no, stop. They don't. Wait, well, want someone to disagree with them? Yeah. Never. But what if they do, Never, is what ever. I'm saying. Like, what they, if they don't. But they don't. What if they don't want it, but they need it? Griffin, we're older than you. They don't. They You're, don't. They never do. I, and I mean I, they as in all people. When not I hear like women Sydney, or men, when I all hear, people. When I hear Sydney is wrong about something, or she's angry at someone else, here is the extent to which I that is no one's that is not the J man's department. <laughs> do you that call an adult? Do you problem. call a teacher or an adult to come in and be like, hey, nope, wrong. Nope. Wrong. I'm not getting it into a fight with you because this does not have an Justin effect. called me in and to tell you this. Nope. Here's another piece of advice to the question asker. The time to discuss this with your boyfriend is not in the middle of this situation. Wait, you're wait a minute. Bullshit. Wait, no. What, ha, no. Who is going to start a conversation? No one does that. Hey, by no the way, if I'm talking like, some, hey, if I'm talking some bullshit anytime in the in the discernible future. No. What I'm saying is she. Okay, so she's upset enough to feel the need to vent, and then her boyfriend does something wrong. I guarantee she ain't going into it with a cool level head to be like, "Hey, honey, side note, let me explain to you what's going on right now and why I'm upset." Well, that okay, that's fine, but. The better thing is don't talk to him and just let him listen to this part. And we'll tell yeah. him for you to not 
because that way it won't seem aggressive. It's just like, hey, these cr these zany brothers who sometimes talk about eggs for 20 minutes have a special message. Just it was like 10. But also, to be fair, Justin was adding in the 10 minutes that we'll talk about eggs later. <laughs> It's it's just not worth like it's not a fight. It's not a it's not you, you get no prize for being righter than the other person or because it, it very easily turns into you shouldering the burden of the person they're mad at. And right. that's, and then, and yeah, that's, that's what love is. Like, that's what you do. How do you guys not get this? Whoever you're defending will never, ever, 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 ever make you some coffee or give you a foot rub or drive you to the airport. It does not matter. They lost the chance for you to be on their side when they were not at the altar or at the boyfriend vault then with you. you. At the boyfriend store. At the boyfriend store. They lost, They missed their chance to have you on their right. team. What I'm saying is they're not gonna do those things unless you go to them and tell them what you did for them. <laughs> I acted as your surrogate. I was your second. I was I your stood surrogate. Up for you. I stood up for you. <laughs> Rub my tootsies. Hey, you don't know me, Trisha's boss, but I defend Can you put Trisha's boss on the phone? He needs to appreciate something. Listen, you're a grade A bitch, and my wife hates your guts, but I took that hate from you, put it on myself, and now I would love a foot rub. Hey, I'm going to Tucson next week. Can I get a ride to the airport? That's all I'm asking. It's not asking a lot. Wow, she wasn't lying. You are a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Not can I have seven dollars? I just want please? seven dollars. My I'm also relationship, gonna need to move in with you because she kicked me out. My kick relationship out is permanently negatively impacted. All I need is one to the airport. <laughs> I need ten dollars a month. Just that's it. That's not asking so much. And in exchange, I'll give you some earbuds that I have. They have a rocket ship on them. You know, that's not asking a lot. Listen, I need twenty dollars a month. If you give me twenty dollars a month, and this this is probably overstepping our bounds, but I'll give you some sex lube in to a box. To be fair, if you're not cool with sex lube in a box, I can also give you a t-shirt. Yeah. Yes. There's a substitute program. Is are people? Do you think people understand what we're doing? No. It's covert. It's <sighs> subliminal. It's super liminal. Um, uh, Maximum Fun Drive is, is here, of course, friends. Uh, and uh, we so appreciate your support. We appreciate ExtremeRestraints.com for their generous gift uh to to help us make this drive the well the weirdest let's of, talk of about any drive going on right now let's talk about the upper echelons let's talk okay. about let's talk about the premium rush uh-huh i saw that movie such great bike stunts such great acting from mr gordon levitt now, you do remember that we set that up as a euphemism for being a douche, right? Yep. I do <laughs> okay. remember that. Um, so there are tears, premium tears, um, which is what I cried after I watched Maximum Rush. <laughs> Justin, tell us. Tell us so what people are going to get. So we talked about 10, 20, 35. If you give us $100 a month, you're going to be one of Jesse's Golden Eagles. You're gonna get join the Inner Circle, which is a monthly club celebrating the best in comedy, music, and culture. Uh, hosts of the Max Fun programs will will pick a, a favorite book, movie, album, something else cool, and you're just gonna get it, and it, with a note about why you'll like it. Um, you're also gonna get the Rocks glasses, the Intimate Sensations Pack, Max Fun earbuds, and you're gonna be invited to the Max Fun dinner in L.A., which is before Max Fun Con, 
and 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 I mean, we'll be there. Have a very I mean, special I went, night. I went last year and hung out with uh, Chuck Bryant mm-hmm. and uh, John Hodgman and the guys from uh, Rift Tracks. But I also got to hang out with Dimitri Pertnoy, who is an awesome listener and a really cool guy. Really looking forward to hanging out with him and Max FunCon again. See, you and could you be could that be guy. That really awesome guy. Yes. Uh, two years before, a year before that, we Justin and I went and got Justin embarrassed me in front of John Hodgman. In the worst yep, way I, possible. I still have a picture of it if you ever want to see it. If you ever want to see, maybe we can put that picture up. It's like a special thing in the forums of when Justin made me the angriest I've ever been at Justin. It was a special moment. It was not a special moment. It was the angriest I've ever, ever been. At anyone, probably. Well, we're past it now. Are we? For $200 we? a month, you can join Jordan's Platinum Angels. You get all the shit that we've talked about so far, right? You also get free registration for the Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival for BoatParty.biz. What is that, you ask? You stupid idiot. How do you not know about this already? It's a cruise. It's a comedy cruise. You get on a ship from September 13th to 16th. You get on a ship and you get to do and experience comedy with people like Maria Bamford and Chuck Bryant and Dan Deacon and John Hodgman and Josie Long and Al Madrigal and Eugene Merman and Mark Marin or Mark Maron. John Roderick's in the mix. I think it's Mark Mariner. Mark Mariner is in the there. Sea. Yeah, sure. It's maritime law that Mark his Mariner. His son, Submariner. <laughs> Kristen Schaal is going to be there. Fuck. Fuck, why aren't we going to this? It's so dope. It's so good and we can't go because we're not allowed. We're not allowed on the Let's go to anything, ever. Justin and Travis and I, before we were podcasters, we were, we were whale molesters. <laughs> You let us anywhere within I'm only 10... laughing because I feel so guilty. We would get 10,000 leagues under the sea, and then we would get one league inside a whale. And it would... it Guys, no shit. It's the best feeling in the world. <laughs> but we're not allowed to do it anymore. And the shame you feel afterwards. The shame you feel afterwards is the most pungent shame you'll ever experience. But when you're... When you're... Oh, my God. Ooh. Sometimes I read... The parable of Jonah and the whale, and it's like I just can't control myself. I watch Pinocchio, and I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. Pinocchio is more like it. Hey, fuck. Guys. I like. I think I get on the forums and I read my Monstro slash fic. Monstro is the whale <laughs> from Pinocchio, and I just can't help it. I get my rocket lube, and I spend two and a half hours right there on the web. <laughs> Just reading it and keeping my hands moisturized with the lube so that my knuckles don't get all cracky. I get it's very dry in my office. Also, I masturbate. (laughs) Uh, Maximumfun.org forward slash donate, and you can just donate. If you donate, problem. If you donate, I will never talk about that shit I just talked about ever again. That's a guarantee. It's not. And it is also important that when you donate that you post on Twitter or Facebook or something and say, hey, friends that haven't donated to the Max Fun Drive, you freeloaders, mm. get, get in gear. There's only like four or five or six days left. I can't count, but it's time to get out there and support Max Fun Drive. I know you listen. I know you do. I know you do, you joke thieves. Um, seriously, thank you guys. Thank you guys so, so much for, for your support. It really does mean so much to me. I don't have the words to express my gratitude, my love, my affection. But it's there. You gotta trust it. I love you guys as much as I love getting bones deep in a whale. Do you guys want a Yahoo? Um, this Yahoo answer was sent in by Jacob Locker. Thank you, Jacob. It's by Yahoo Answers user 
Magic Missile One, who asks, "What if Sonic the Hedgehog was real?" Whoa! If he was real and alive in our world, well, the end. That's it. That's all it is. He okay. Are we talking about Sonic video game Sonic or Sonic Jaleel White voiced Sonic from the is Sonic cartoon? The, Good if question. You, if you fucking are capable of playing a Sonic game now and not hearing Jaleel White's voice, you're out of your mind. Yeah, because like I I feel like that Sonic could be reasoned with. I feel like if Sonic the Hedgehog was real, but it was one from the video game, it's basically you just have like a blue rat looking for shiny. Yeah, that's that's my my important question here is: Is he real in the real world, looking like Sonic from the video game, or is right. he real in the real world and he's just a really fast Hedgehog? Can you reason? I like does he have the the faculties for reason? I because think my guess would be question. dissection. Right. Why? Because well, everybody that, wants to know why he's so fast. Yeah, well, I mean, if you capture Bigfoot, they wouldn't also, just like, go on about your business. Nobody's seen Jaleel White in 15 years. <laughs> and maybe he's inside Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. We all talk about capturing Bigfoot, but wouldn't we know what to do with him when we got him? <laughs> no. You think so much about the chase, you never think about the end game. You well, probably you just, got him, but... You'd, you'd try to recreate Harry and the Hendersons, and he would, mm-hmm. not be, he would not be down with that, I feel like. He would probably just want to maul you. How big is Sonic the Hedgehog? Is he the size of a regular hedgehog? Because that's like, that would be kind of, a, what? okay, what's worse? Sonic the Hedgehog's real, and he's small like a regular hedgehog, and so you never find him, or he's the size of a human, which is the scariest. Oh, my God. You open your door, and he's like, I was hoping you could give me some milk. And Sonic, <laughs> you get out of here, you weird two-and-a-half-foot-tall hedgehog. I hate your guts. But what if he's why fucking is, eye level and he's like... Does he not sound like Jaleel White? That was Justin's Jaleel White impression. <laughs> That's my Jaleel White. Justin, Jaleel White is a matchstick girl. Did I do that? Did I do that? I would like some plates. Could you put and have a cheese? <laughs> please, please, a cheese for me. You got any chili dogs? It's like a tiny ghostly Peebo Bryson. <laughs> and Stefan comes out and he's like, Hello, I'm Stefan. My voice is a little deeper. Come on, fuck. I'm still very upsetting. Do you love me? If he was real, I think he would find a very hollow... He comes from a reality where mm-hmm. his entire world is built around... Not just his height, but his abilities. Like, sure. there was an architect at some point in Green Hill Zone who's like, I don't know, a loop here? And, and no <laughs> one questioned the practicality of that. Maybe one day, someone will be able to use this fucking thing. Because we just, that's our only method of egress from mm. our home, is that we have to run really fast at a loop and, and get out that way. And, and I also think I'm going to follow that up with a pit with some spikes in it. Whoa! Why mm. would why would you do that? So if people fall down, they die. Yeah, we're just building like a hillside here. Why are you? I want him to die. Why would you put spikes anywhere? Sure, right? Unless you're defending a castle. Like I, I see no use of, for spikes. I think Sonic the Hedgehog would find this to be a miserable existence because there would be a cabal of, I'll say, a certain kind of internet user, a, a certain kind of uh, author, of. A certain type of fiction that would hunt him down and fuck him to death. (laughs) 
and now I'm imagining Julia White's screams of protest. <laughs> Not <What> again! <laughs> Jilly dogs. Um, what is what? That one, if, that one wasn't very good. Are we just now discovering that Justin does horrible, horrible impressions of Julia White? Uh, replace Julia White with everybody, and I think that you are pretty much got my whole thing. That's my whole situation. The uh, the the the. What if one of the scientists that captured him were the same people writing the? Oh the Jesus! Oh, we will, conti- that, like, we will fucking... continue to study him throughout the night. You all can leave, and I will keep an eye on him. Hey Thanks, Dave, man. can you uh, keep an eye on Sonic? We're all gonna leave and <laughs> shut off the security cameras to save electricity. So just don't hey. do anything. <laughs> Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday. <laughs> If you look You're in the welcome. closet, we've uh, switched out one of the hazmat suits for a tail suit. Go wild. <laughs> we know you've been lonely since the divorce. Just really go wild. Hey, guys. What's going on? <laughs> I do, do I smell wa- chili sauce? You do. you do. It's not. I want you people listening at home to know who might be worried about it. It's consensual. It is, it is consensual. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not. We're not joking. I about think it. it would take some negotiation, though. Yeah, I think no. It would you take... show that fucker one gold ring, and yeah. like every woman, oh. and he's down oh. the fuck. What? Jesus, Griffin, are you gonna take out that joke I said? Because I feel like I could do that joke better. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let me see, let me try it again. I think it'd be consensual. Yeah, it would be. It would. Come on, consensual. You show that guy one gold ring, and he's ready to marry you, like every woman ever. Boom! Got him again. Sorry, women. You had it too easy for too long. You want to try it a third time? Yeah, why don't we try one more time? <sighs> you can't give me the cue line. Um, man, I would just really fuck Sonic's face off. <laughs> his face off. His face is on the ground, like in the movie Face Off. None of this is usable. <laughs> Here, let's try. Let's try a fourth time. Okay. I would fuck Sonic's face <laughs> off. That's my new ringtone. <laughs> Please don't fuck my face off. Real quick, guys, we're we're heading out. We're gonna leave you now. Those of you who are still listening, which I'm sure is is a is a small fraction uh, of those who began this journey with us, but uh. One more time, I just really want to encourage you to go to MaximumFun.org forward slash donate and give uh, anything you can is really helpful to our network. Um, I know a lot of people have asked about making one-time donations. Uh, if that's all you can do, that is, of course, you know, that money still spends. But uh, monthly donations are really what help us to be sustainable as a, as a network and help us to budget a lot better. Um, and even yeah. if you feel like you can't do 10, there's a $5 a month level that still gets you all the bonus content and sure. everything. That option is available to you. So uh, uh, MaximumFun.org forward slash donate. Support the the stuff you like because that's the only way that the stuff you like keeps getting uh, created. Um, and we are so, 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 so grateful to everybody who gives the, and thinks this show is worth their money. I, I feel like there's usually like some resistance on, that we see like on Twitter because we don't we only do this once a year and so people who join in and haven't heard it before like I don't know they they are made uncomfortable by, by the fact that we ask for money once a year I guess twice a year two episodes but like this year I don't think I've seen any of that and like that's no, everybody's been so cool everybody's been so super fucking cool and you guys have no idea how huge that is 
to me. So, so it really does. Like, it makes me legit real world excited every time I see somebody tweet like, "So happy to support MBMBAM!" Like, thank you, a thank lot. you guys, um, thank you so much. I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album, putting the days to bed. He'll be at fucking boat party. I won't. Mm-hmm. I'll be at my house just thinking about it. I'll be sitting in a bathtub with a toy boat. Like, it's the same. <laughs> Thanks to everybody tweeting about the show, like Candace Pye, Ian Farrell, CL, Jessica Riley, Patty Windsor, Tony Chilton, Eric Neer, friend of the family, Jonathan G. Zuckerman, Natalie Battaglia, Jurillo, Tyler Matheson, The Goog. Everybody, thank you so much. We, we, we really appreciate you spreading the word. Thank you, guys. Uh, this final Yahoo was sent in by Rachel Neer, another friend of the family. Thank you, Rachel. It's by Yahoo Answers user. Amanda Lynn Samples, who asks, Can my husband use Activia, the yogurt, or is it just for women? <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me, kiss your dad. School way on the lips. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.